We are in Come Follow Me week 33, and it's the first bit of Psalms, which is chapters like 1 through 46, that we are doing. And I just want to highlight a few that just stood out to me. So chapter 2, in verse 12, it says, Blessed are they that put their trust in him. And I just had the question come to mind, when have you trusted in the Lord and he came through? When is a time that you can think that that has happened for you? And recently, we, our daughter has been dating a boy for about nine months and they just went on a break. And to watch her in such pain and to have really gone through with her whole heart thinking this was it. Um, to see the difference of thinking, and I remember this, gaining a definition of faith. When I stopped thinking that faith was that God was going to do what I asked him, but that faith was turning my will over to his and trusting he had a greater plan. And that's what I'm seeing this journey with her as she continues to pray and exhibit what she thinks is faith, hoping what her desired result is will come. And it's just so interesting to watch that. And knowing, and I keep saying, a year from now, you are going to look back and be so happy at the difference in your life, the changes that have come. And all of this has been good. All of this has taught such great things. So a year from now, you are going to be thrilled because you are going to know how the Lord guided and had a plan and had a hand in your life. And you will be so happy. And thank heavens, it's a daughter who um, does what she is supposed to do, who honors her covenant. So I can trust that. I know that God, blessed are they who trust in him. I know that firsthand. And so I look forward to her gaining a testimony of that. Okay, Turn to chapter 8 in Psalms, verses 4 and 5. And I love this. Verse 4, what is man that thou art mindful of him? Verse 5, for thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and has crowned him with glory and honor. And I love in verse 4, what is man that thou art mindful of him? That reminded me of Helaman 12, 7 and 8. And I love this. Oh, how great is the nothingness of the children of men. Yea, even they are less than the dust of the earth. Verse 8. For behold, the dust of the earth moveth hither and thither to the dividing asunder at the command of our great and everlasting God. And I can remember studying those verses and realizing it isn't that he thinks we're less than the dust. It's that the dust obeys him and we do not. And so we are less because we have our own choice. And so often we don't trust that he has a plan. We don't have faith in, that his plan is better than anything we can even think of. And so I love that paired with this, what is man that thou art mindful of him, that we come right up with, thou has crowned him with glory and honor. We will become gods and goddesses. That is how much he thinks of us. And all of that made me think of President Nelson's challenge to pray to know how the Lord feels about us. And it was so sweet. We were up at Bear Lake a couple weeks ago. And I started, I have kind of not 
not done it, but kind of have thought, I know how God feels about me. I know he loves me. I know he loves you. I know he loves everyone on this earth. And so I kind of haven't taken the challenge. And it has continued to be in my head that we are to do this, that the prophet had asked us to do this. And I hear it in a lot of other talks. And so I started praying and asking. And it's funny because a lot of people promise that you'll know immediately, that you'll get a feeling, and I haven't. I keep praying, like, please help me know how you feel about me. Well, we were up in Bear Lake, and we were in the grocery store, and this woman stopped me and said, you are just beautiful. And I realized that she was probably on the spectrum, um, the autism spectrum, and then she told me she was. And I was in my um, shorts and a t-shirt over my swimming suit. My hair did not look good. I mean, we had been swimming. We ran to go get some groceries. So I knew I didn't look good. And I just said, oh my goodness, that is the most thoughtful thing. Thank you so much. And she said, well, you know, I'm on the spectrum. And she said, so I do not lie. And I need to tell you, you radiate. You are so beautiful. It makes me cry. Um, and I again thanked her and said, so are you. I'm sure the Lord is so proud of you that you say what you feel and tell people such kind things. Thank you. And I left. And when I got in the car, the Spirit said to me, that was one way that I am telling you how I feel about you. You are so beautiful. You just radiate. So I love that we are crowned and that we can be filled with a knowledge that we are gods and goddesses in embryo. And what can't we do if we know that God loves us and sees us as his beautiful children and is proud of how we are honoring his name? There's not anything we couldn't do if we knew that. And so I would really say, you know, we should all be doing that. Pray to know how the Savior feels about you, how our Heavenly Father feels about you. Okay, chapter 30, verse 5. Um, but joy cometh in the morning. And this made me think of a conference talk years ago. I think it's been almost 15 years ago by um, Joseph B. Worthlin. And you might remember it's called Sundays Come. And this is what he says. Each of us will have our own Fridays, those days when the universe itself seems to shatter and the shards of our world lie, lie littered about us in pieces. We will all have our Fridays, but I testify to you in the name of the one who conquered death, Sunday will come. No matter our desperation, no matter our grief, in this life or the next, Sunday will come. And I love that he's referencing the crucifixion and how dark that Friday was and that Saturday, what despair, um, the Holy Saturday, how hard that was for the apostles. And I just listened in a state conference to a beautiful talk um, where it talked about Mary Magdalene's desolation when she went to the tomb and sat and waited and all the other disciples and Christians, you know, went off not knowing what to make of it, but Mary stayed and waited. And I love that she said this, to all of us who are here and are still here day after day after Holy Saturday, 
And I love that, that dark Friday, that holy Saturday waiting. I share your faith in the miracles ahead and gratitude for miracles behind. And I pray for a keener appreciation of the miracles happening right now, which are hard to see because they are not deviations from the ordinary course of nature. They are life itself of the Savior who made every miracle not only possible, but probable, I testify. And then she closed, and I just love that. I think um, one of her thoughts was, this is a battle and is a war, but miracles are happening so much all around us that we don't even recognize them. And I love that thought. So I love that question of how have you seen the hand of God in your life? What miracles have you seen? And it's so important. When have you trusted in he came through that we record those for ourselves to look back on and also for our family history? Okay, 33, verse 5. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. And that just went right with that. I close. I just want to share. There was a time in my life that I was called to um, be the ward choir director in Boise, Idaho. There are so many people that are so musical and my talents do not compare. And I am well aware of that. And I have played the piano and I have played flute and I have taken voice, but my talents are weak in comparison and my pride just would not allow me. And month after month until finally I submitted and said to the Lord I would, and the bishop called me in. And when they set me apart, they said it would bring music into my life and a spirit that I had not before felt. And then after the prayer ended, music started, songs started playing in my head. And I started to record these songs. And at one point in time, I prayed that the Lord would take the prayer of my heart and put it to lyrics and music. And he did. And so, as I studied this week, I thought, I have written a psalm. And so I just want to close with the words of my psalm. Oh, Father, Lord, I kneel before thee. If I but seek, I know I'll find. O Lord of all, my soul is weary. Send thy spirit, calm my mind. O Lord on high, thou knowest my weakness. Take my will and make it thine. Oh, take my heart and write upon it. Seal it up for thy design. O Lord, my God, I kneel before thee. Take my heart and make it thine. And to have these words of prophets of David, who was human and who made mistakes and actually did grave sins and who poured out his heart to God for forgiveness and for love. And I am better because David poured out his heart in Psalms, and I am touched by the words that he shares. So I am so grateful for the opportunity to study Psalms and pray that you will reflect on the music in your life that echoes the feelings of your heart. I hope that you feel that. I hope you fill your life with beautiful music that makes your heart sing praises to our Lord. And I hope you know that the earth is full of him and that there are miracles and angels walking in your life that he wants to do for you. I hope you feel that. I hope you know the church is true, and more than that, I hope you know how much our Savior loves you.